going to turn things back over to Mark now for hour three of Garden Talk on this fine Saturday morning. Good morning. Did you know what plant I was? I did not. I would not have guessed that, but I did hear I did hear the winner at the buzzer. Congrats to him. <laughs> right at the buzzer. So I want to ask you a question. Sure. Is the way that tree branches are formed on a tree, does that affect how strong a tree branch is? The way that they form. Yeah, in other words, if they're angled a certain direction or if they're, you know, grouped together like the shape of a V or a U. Hmm. That's interesting. I wouldn't think, uh, I'd think it would have something to do with it, but I Mm -hmm. think there'd be other factors that go into that also. The next hour of Garden Talk, we're going to talk about how the arrangement of the branches on your tree out front or out back are really clues to how strong or how weak that tree likely will be if it's ever expressed ever exposed to a a wind event we're talking about that plus a whole bunch more in the next hour of garden talk right here on am 1290 and news 957 whao dayton's news and caught talk the views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of cox media group ohio I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. You're on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you as we roll into our number three of Garden Talk right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. We would love to hear from you today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. If you would like to be part of today's broadcast, we would love to hear from you today. And most importantly, if you've got a gardening question, we have an open line for you at 457-1290. That's 457-1290, where Sarah will be more than happy to put you on the air in their master control studios of WHIO Radio. And uh, we are going to be happy to talk to all of you today about whatever's happening in your gardening world. And uh, what we do here on Garden Talk Best is help you figure out what's going on in your world, and most importantly, help you determine what is the best course of action on the best management practices of your landscape. So if you get a gardening question, there's an open line for you. I will forewarn you in the last hour, half hour of Garden Talk, we will do another What Plan I Am. So things are going to get wild and crazy all over again, but this first half hour is all about you at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. 1290 and I'm just going to talk real quickly before we jump on the telephone line Sarah because we got Teresa and Doug and looks like a third person is ringing in right now Um, trees tell us a lot of things and one of the things that trees tell us is is their likelihood of breaking or failing um, during normal weather events and one of the things that I see a lot of is what they call codominancy. And codominancy is where a branch is arranged with another branch or a branch is arranged with a trunk. And in many cases, if it's shaped in a, like the letter of the alphabet V, not U, but V, it's more likely to fail than one that's shaped like a U. Now, there are some species that are an exception to that rule, but the vast majority of many species of trees has lots of problems with what they call codominancy in branches. And it would be good to have your trees inspected by a certified arborist to determine their health and condition. And if you do have any codominant tree branches that need to be abated in some way, shape, or form. Let's go to the telephone lines and uh, and 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 Sarah Doug knows that we had a winner, right? Uh, okay, I'm not going to do. I won't. Let's go talk to Teresa real quick. Good morning, Teresa. Welcome to Garden Talk. Thank you. Good morning to you too. Thank you. How can I help? Well, I have a row of three white pine trees that are about 35 to 40 years old. I lost one last year. This year, I just noticed the second one is probably dying, and I wondered what I could do to try and save it and make sure that nothing happens to the third one. Okay, tell me how the first one died. Well, I started. I noticed last year 
early spring that it had a lot of brown inner needles. And then all of a sudden, by late summer last year, then the whole tree was like that. Okay. And all of a sudden, I noticed the second one just recently, the needles started turning brown. Okay. Um, you say it's about 35 years old? Yes. Okay. Did you plant them, or were they there when you moved in? We planted them. They were actually Christmas trees. Okay. We had planted for fall. How close were they? How close are they to each other? They don't touch, but you know, as large as they are now, there's probably about three feet gap between them at this point. So there's only three feet between each tree. Yes. Okay. Just keep in mind, you're growing a tree that has the biological capacity of growing 80 feet tall and 40 feet wide. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Was, oh boy. That's okay. that's that's the yeah. first thing that that I need to, to tell you about. The second thing that I need to talk to you a little bit about. You're growing a plant. Eastern white pine is native to Appalachia, and it's a tree that you know in Ohio. Its native range in Ohio is the very eastern side of Ohio. You don't find a lot of eastern. You don't find eastern white pine that's native to western Ohio. All right. White pine likes soils that are moist, soils that are well-drained, and soils that are acidic. In fact, I will tell you some of the finest white pines I've ever seen in my life were along the eastern side of West Virginia. And those soils over there are extremely acidic. That's coal mine country. Okay. Okay. Yeah. In fact, in, where, where you see white pine doing really well, it almost looks like blue. blue it looks like a blue tree in the summertime. It's remarkably blue. And I, I've often shared with my wife that one of the ways that I, I, I look at white pine, if it's healthy or not, is how blue the needles are in summer. Um, it's a conifer. Okay. And this is what matters with conifers. Conifers are what blunder the ancient plants called gymnosperms. Okay. Gymnosperms, from an evolutionary standpoint, haven't advanced themselves very much like angiosperms, like trees like oak and maple and ash and hickory and others, okay? Ash and hickory and oak and maple all have really big vesicles that they can move water up and down the tree, okay? White pine is a species that, that really relies on what they call tracheates, which are these really thin rubber bands that rest beneath the, the bark of the tree. It adds strength to the tree, but also it works as a capacity to move water up the tree, okay? And when nutrients become in deficiency or if water becomes in deficiency or water becomes a um, big problem with drainage, this species is very intolerant of poorly drained soils or soils that are drought stricken in the summer. Okay. Okay. So, and when the case happens to most white pines is they run out of soil space or there's some abiotic disturbance that happens, meaning the tree is put through a serious drought. The tree has got standing water next to its roots too long and that causes for the tree to be put into what they call a death spiral. And then the tree basically starts to fall apart a little bit at a time, including its vascular network. And at that point, then the tree becomes susceptible to a number of biological pathogens, one of which that we see a lot this time of year are bark beetles. And they can take out eastern white pine in two weeks, particularly if the tree is sick as a dog going into it. So one of the measures of white pine health is how many years of retained needles that you have on the tree. Um, and I look at that all the time. And, and typically a healthy white pine will have typically three or more years of retained needles on the tree. A lot of the ones that I see in my practice are lucky to have two. <laughs> oh. and, 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 and this is kind of where I'm kind of going with it is, is it's, it's, it might be a site issue meaning that you planted, your site may not even afford, afford for eastern white pine to grow on it. Okay? Okay. So that's where, that's that crazy word that Mark always talks about all the time, 
soil testing comes into play to determine. And and this is why it matters because, you know, Teresa, you plant something with the anticipation. There's anticipation of every tree owner. They plant something for that tree to live for a long time, right? Correct. I mean, isn't that what we all plant trees? Do we we really plant trees just to see them die in a year? (laughs) You know, and that's what I'm trying to share is, is, is planting a tree is like making an investment. And you need to know the parameters in which you're trying to grow that particular plant because that plant is unique. That plant is different than other plants in the world, meaning a white eastern white pine, Pinus strobus, is different than a silver maple. It's different than a Colorado blue spruce. It's different than bluegrass. It's different than a ginkgo tree. It's different than any other plant beyond the genus Pinus. And even within the genus Pinus, you have variations. So if you don't cite the tree in the right site, in site meaning if you don't put it in the site where eastern white pine likes to grow, being pH, soil drainage, full sun, and proper spacing, then at some point in time, one of those two, one of those big issues is going to rear its ugly head and take out the tree. Does that make sense? Yes, unfortunately it does. Well, it's it's not unfortunately. We, we've learned, okay? And and the, and the beauty of, of, of learning is, is we, we don't want to repeat history. So do yourself a favor, Teresa. Get a soil test done. Work with a qualified, certified arborist to help determine what species of plant is going to be best suited for your site. Okay? Because okay. what you want is a long-term planting choice. You don't want a short-term planting choice. Does that help you? Yes, it does. I'm going to contact an arborist and try and salvage my third tree. It has a lot of sentimental value, and truthfully, I don't think I have 35 more years to wait while one grows. You never know. So, you know what, Teresa? I I often hear people say that too, and you know that you know when they say the best time to plant a tree is was 20 years ago when you first thought about it, and the best time to plant a tree is today. And, and, and knowing that, you know, I, I mean, my gosh, I'm, I'm 50, I'll be 59 in December and I'm still planting trees with the hope that I'll be around for another 59 years to watch them grow. So, you know, the beauty, that's my, I, I am an internal optimist. So just, you know, let's, let's use this as a learning curve and, and, and make the world better place. Okay. Okay. Sounds good to me. And I thank you so much for your time. You bet, Teresa. Have a super good, great tree planting day. Folks, when we come back, we're going to talk to Ryan about hydrangeas, and we're going to talk to you at 457-1290 here on Dayton's News and Talk, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Improve the look of your home with a new ideal garage door and save with 11% off everything at Menards. Proudly manufactured in the USA for over 50 years, Ideal Door is the preferred brand among homeowners. Get a white 16 by 7 insulated garage door for 51531 after 11% off. Get 11% off everything at Menards. Good through August 17th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. I'm finally getting Tom that beautiful timepiece he secretly wanted for years. But this is a special purchase, and I need a jeweler I can trust. For generations, exquisite brands like Rolex, Patek Philippe, Omega, and others have trusted James Free Jewelers. These brands select only the finest jewelers, ranked highest by industry standards, and recognized for their honesty and superior customer service. Experience excellence you can trust at 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering and visit us online at jamesfree.com. Each new day at Kettering Brain and Spine brings forth transformation. We see it in lives restored after strokes, brain tumors, or complex spine issues. We are committed to helping our patients move forward, ready to enjoy brighter tomorrows. Here you'll find innovative medicine and compassionate specialists devoted to helping each patient reach new heights. Kettering Brain and Spine. Learn more at KetteringHealth.org slash Brain and Spine. 
When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy, or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-226-9149. That's Arbor Experts at 226-9149. Five Rivers Metro Park's Second Street Market is now open on Sundays from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. This summer, enjoy fresh local produce from the Outdoor Farmer's Market. And then stop inside for delicious lunch options. Artisan bread, cheeses, flowers, and homemade crafts from more than 40 different Dayton area vendors all weekend long. Plan your next visit at metroparks.org slash local food. That's metroparks.org slash local food. Is your company a member of Dayton Defense? If not, sign up today and join this fast-growing organization making a difference for your business. Learn how you can benefit from being a member. This is Deborah Gross inviting you to check us out at DaytonDefense.org. You'll be glad you did. It's the 26th Annual Dayton Lebanese Festival, August 23rd through 25th. We're famous for our Middle Eastern cuisine and pastries, incredible dancing, plus rides for the kids. We're on State Route 741, across from Meyer in Miami Township. Why do we call it WHIO Triple Team Traffic? Because we're on the roads. They're downtown Dayton. It looks like South. Monitoring dozens of cameras. Checking to see what's causing that slowdown in that area. And in touch with your local authorities. State Highway Patrol. Now they're telling me... Triple Team Traffic with Sergeant Mark Bowerin is on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Hi, everybody. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Some cloud cover this morning with some patchy fog and temperatures in the 60s and 70s. Partly cloudy this afternoon with a few showers and storms. Temperatures in the mid-80s. Then tonight, partly cloudy, warm, and pretty muggy. Temperatures in the lower 70s. And then tomorrow, the heat builds. We're in the lower 90s and the heat index in the upper 90s. Partly to mostly sunny. I'm Storm Center 7 Meteorologist Dante Jones on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows uh, we have some thunderstorm activity up and up near Salina right now. We're keeping an eye on it. Dayton right now, we've got overcast skies, a little bit of bright sunshine over the eastern horizon, 72 at the airport, 70 in the land of Tecumseh, 68 over in Eaton, and 69 in Hamilton on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news. This is Garden Talk on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of Garden Talk. I've got what plan I am uh, set up for hour this hour. I'll be doing it sometime after John Scott. Let's head to the telephone lines and let's go help Ryan. Ryan, good morning. Ryan, good morning, Ryan. How can we help? Uh, by the way, Mark, it's Paul. <laughs> I'm sorry, Paul. I, it just said Ryan on the call screen, so I no I apologize, Paul. No problem. Hey, uh, I have two hydrangea bushes off my back patio. Um, they've grown about uh, two feet tall, beautiful green leaves, get plenty of sun and water, no blooming. Okay, what variety of hydrangeas are they, do you know? Oh, boy. I bought them probably about seven years ago. I couldn't tell you. I'm sorry. Okay. It's going to be important for you to know, and this is why. So when do you last prune them? Uh, I pruned them this spring. Uh, the dead branches were still there. You know, I snapped them. There was nothing green in them, so okay. I cut them right down to the ground. Okay. Does these hydrangeas, were they originally blue or pink or something like that? They originally were pink. Okay, so that likely means that you had a macrophylla type. Okay. And macrophylla types um, are the large leaf hydrangea. That's right. And they can be, there's a, some borderline winter hardiness with some of them. So what it sounds to me, it's likely that you've got a winter hardiness issue. So okay. what I'd like for you to do is I would like for you to get into the fall of this year, sometime probably in mid-December, go ahead and mulch them with a mix of soil and leaves. 
Okay. And apply it up over the whole plant, as high as you can pile it. Okay, and, so I leave the stems intact, and I'm not cutting anything, right? God, no. If you, okay. if you cut it off, you're going to lose the blooms. Right. So go ahead and, 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 and mulch that area aggressively. Pile it as high as you possibly can. Okay. And then get through winter. Sometime in um, April, pull all that stuff back, and it's likely the flower buds that are on those branches that have survived winter due to your mulching will likely um, provide um, um, you blooms that coming season. I will give that a whirl. So I don't cut them off in the spring, I mean, after I take the mulch away, right? Unless they're dead. Okay. All right. And, and this is quick and, question for you. I have also a, a pine that's about eight foot tall, and birds have been getting into one side of it where I had my bird feeder and needles are gone. Will those needles ever come back, Mark? On pine? Yeah. No. That's what I was afraid of. Well, this is why, and this is this is a background, a bit of background for you. We got two minutes to do this. Um, conifers are unique in the standpoint is that all of their meristematic tissue is on the outside of the plant. Okay. Okay. Conifers are different, meaning meaning that when they grow, they grow out. They don't ever grow from inside out. Now, that's a di big thing, difference between gymnosperms and angiosperms. Angiosperms, for example, like a maple tree or a spruce tree, a maple tree or a linden tree, if you cut off a branch mid-stroke, it'll die back to a secondary branch. Or sometimes, in the case of a linden, there's adventitious buds that'll break along there and form a brand new branch. It's a huge step in, in plant evolution when you, have, when you go from angiosperms angiosperms the gymnos gymnos for all all intents and purposes and that's what pine belongs to have not genetically altered themselves in 500 million years that's a big number <laughs> okay yeah it's a scary number but it also tells us as as plant managers and plant owners we have to respect that in the way that we prune and manage those plants. And if we just start randomly hacking off branches like a lot of people do, there is serious consequences. And one of which is death and more so can be trunk decay into the center portion of the plant. Okay. All right, sir. Good luck to you. And thanks for your call. And thanks for being part of Garden Talk, Ryan. Hey, Brian. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. John Scott comes up next. And then we're going to do What Plant I Am on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 830. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following, getting new details on the stabbing death of a mother. Her teenage son is the suspect. Few showers and thunderstorms possible this afternoon. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Dante Jones. My forecast is coming up. Well, the latest uh, WHIO triple team traffic report seeing an accident on Ash Creek Road in Washington Township at this time. Those major freeways looking clear. And now to Logan County, where a DeGraff teen is in custody in connection to the stabbing death of his mother. 16-year-old Bryson Caudill was apprehended yesterday afternoon. The sheriff's office says Caudill loved schools, so keeping the school district safe was an initial priority. Sheriff Randall Dodds has more. At that point in time, we didn't know what his state of mind would have been. Obviously, it's not a normal state of mind. You know, he's probably running scared, what did I do type thing. And uh, we knew that uh, we didn't want him to go to school and maybe take somebody hostage. That mother was six, was 36-year-old Crystal Caudill. No word yet on any motives. Well, now to Middletown, where two people are in the hospital after a house fire on Carroll Avenue. Crews tell us the house was rapidly being engulfed with flame by the time they arrived. Four people are believed to have been inside that home. A neighbor says the victims are a teenager and an older man who was taken by care flight from uh, Atrium Medical Center to Miami Valley Hospital. The cause of the fire is under investigation, and we're working to learn those victims' current conditions. Well, we're still working to learn why the 
the Springboro School District superintendent is on leave. WHIO's John Tisdall has more. The school board voted to put Dan Schroer on paid leave after meeting for nearly two hours yesterday. Assistant Superintendent Carrie Hester will serve as acting superintendent. The board voted unanimously for the administrative changes and declined to comment in brief open session following the executive session. Well, let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast with meteorologist Dante Jones. Some cloud cover this morning with some patchy fog and temperatures in the 60s and 70s. Partly cloudy this afternoon with a few showers and storms. Temperatures in the mid-80s. Then tonight, partly cloudy, warm, and pretty muggy. Temperatures in the lower 70s. And then tomorrow, the heat builds. We're in the lower 90s and the heat index in the upper 90s. Partly to mostly sunny. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Dante Jones on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar looking all clear throughout most of of our area, the only rain activity we're seeing at this time is in the northernmost part of Auglaize County, just to the northwest of Wapakoneta at this time. That it doesn't look like it's going to cause any trouble to the rest of the Miami Valley. Seeing sunshine from our studio on South Main Street here in Dayton. We've got 70 degrees in Troy, 70 in Springfield, 72 here in Dayton at 833. With news on the hour, the half, and instantly when it breaks, I'm Jonah Adi on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. Depend on it. Hi folks, it's me again, and I'm cooking in the sun just like you are. But you know, you can still plant those trees and shrubs right now, and with proper watering, still gain a full summer's growth. We keep our garden center fully stocked all summer long with thousands of good, healthy trees, shrubs, evergreens, perennials, and annuals, because we know that some folks just can't get it all done in the spring. Also this time of year, there are lots of bargains all over our six-acre nursery and greenhouses. We have potted rose bushes as low as $14.95, plats of annuals starting at $12.95, and hanging baskets as low as $6.95. We still have a great selection of Rose of Sharon, Boxwoods, Hydrangeas, and Barberry. So come out to 1309 Brant Pike and remember we're open seven days. Hey everybody, Sergeant Mark here. Well, it's summertime and that means time to get those outside projects scheduled, including a fresh look to the outside of your house with a new paint job. My recommendation is call Serta Pro Painters today and get your free estimate so you can get a spot on the schedule, which by the way is filling up fast. I recommend Serta Pro Painters because I've used them on several projects at my own home, interior and exterior, and I have been thoroughly satisfied with the results. They are reliable, they take great pride in their work, and they are easy to work with. The estimate is free. It's very detailed. Call now, 1-800-GO-CERTA, 1-800-G-O-C-E-R-T-A. It's CERTA with a C. You can also schedule your free estimate online at CERTAPRO.com. Each CERTA Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated, so you're hiring people who are connected to our community. If you're a business owner, CERTA Pro Painters also does commercial painting with minimal disruption to your business. CERTA Pro Painters, we do painting, you do life. Let's spend time to take a walk through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Knollwood Garden Center and Landscape on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning, Mr. John Scott. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I am well, sir. I am well. little education in your future at Knollwood, eh? Yeah, education, fun. Every fall we do our fall seminar series, and we've got it put together again for the year, and I think the uh, the first one off the bat is Love Your Lawn, and, and Mr. Tisher, a representative from Green Velvet, is going to come out. And that Nimble Will invasion is going to be something else. So they're going to spend some good time talking about Nimble Will and getting rid of it and how to get reseeded. In general, then, you know, taking care of all the other weeds in your yard and your, your fall seeding events. And then Pat Greason from Natorps will be there. And we love Pat. He's been coming a couple, three times over the last five, seven years. And he does a perennial seminar about putting your perennials to bed, what to do, what not to do, how to get them primed for next year, as well as since they are producers, they'll talk about some of the neat new perennials that will be on the market next year that they're excited about. And, and a little different one this time, uh, we're having Christina Heaton. She's owner of Once Upon a Time Cookbook Shop, and she's be doing one called uh, Decor Today and Dinner Tomorrow. Because, Mark, how many people buy all these wonderful-looking squash and stuff to use as fall decorations. And they have no idea that once they're done with that decor, 
those squash are still good to eat. And so she's going to do a thing on the nutritional value and some great recipes to use with those squash so you can really get a bang for your buck. So, you know, there's a couple other seminars mixed in there as well. But it's just that time of year we try to do some educational ones, some fun ones, some things just to, you know, make use of your garden, get excited for next year and, and finish this year off the way you, you want to get it finished off. Outstanding. So if folks wanted to find out when these uh, events are, how would they find out, Mr. John? Well, I've got it posted on the blog right now, as well as you can always go to nowoodgardens.com and go to our website. And of course, that listing is there. And then you can get the phone number to call in and get your name on the list to sign up, because that way we can make sure we got chairs for everybody. And it's just that simple. Outstanding. John, as always, thank you so much and have a great day at Nowood. We'll see you, Mark. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Knollwood Garden Center and Landscape. The Garden Talk phone lines are open. Call the garden guru, Mark Weber, at 457-1290 on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you would like to uh, be part of Garden Talk, in a few minutes we are going to do what? Plant I am, but first uh, let's uh, let's talk to uh, Sydney. Sydney, good morning, and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Last year, I was at uh, Knollwood Garden Center, and I called there yesterday. And the pers- person I talked to had hadn't a clue what I was talking about, but they had a bush that would repel mosquitoes. Okay, and it was uh, uh, it was marked down, and I have uh, regretted not buying it when I because it was probably in September. And uh, anyway, uh, do you know of a bush that would repel mosquitoes? Well, you know one of the best ways to get rid of mosquitoes in your yard. No. <laughs> well, two really. Um, First is not having any standing water. Right, I know your, that in your in your in your property. The second is is to increase um, the number of predatorial insects in your landscape. And you know what anim, animal that eats more more mosquitoes than any other animal in the landscape? No. One is bats. Second are dragonflies. Dragonflies. Yeah. How do I get dragonflies in the market? Well, it's it's one of those things um, that um, you have you ever see that movie with Kevin um, Costner called Field of Dreams? Yes. I mean, and he built and, and, you know, Costner. He 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 plants this cornfield, and he can hear whispers in the field, right? And so he right. he's, he builds this this base basically this this baseball stadium, and all of a sudden you know all the, the, these these players from way back when start to show up, right? Correct. He built it, and they all, and they came, right? Right. So in the case of dragonflies, we build it, and they come. We plant things like cone flowers. We plant. Wait, just thi- a minute. Just a minute. Cone flower. Yeah, we plant. We plant lots of flowering plants in our landscape, things that flower spring, summer, and fall. So, like, for example, right now, if you came to my house, you would find probably at least 30 to 40 different plants in full bloom right now. You'd find zinnias in bloom. You would find echinacea in bloom. You would find uh, rutabecchias in bloom. You'd find a tree called the chast tree in bloom, um, just to name a few. And the reason that I plant all that stuff in my yard, one is because it makes me happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's my first thing. The second thing it, I do is I create this amazing, amazingly diversified ecosystem. Because I want all pollinators, I want all predators in my landscape. Because those predators are going to take out the mosquitoes. Those predators are going to take out the bad insects that want to hurt my plants. And I have a landscape, ma'am, that is more likely than not 
less mosquito infested than a landscape that doesn't have those same things planted in it. And I give you a list of mosquito repellent plants, and it's bigger than what you think. Basil, catnip, citronella grass, garlic, lavender, lemon balm, lemongrass, marigolds, pennyroyal, peppermint, rosemary. I got that in my yard. Scented geraniums just to name a few. So the best way to mis- repel mosquitoes isn't the use of an insecticide. I don't like using insecticides. Yeah, but plant diversity. You know, nature has taken care of herself for zillions of years based on diversity, okay? So at the end of the day, and this is what I'm trying to say to you, at the end of the day, the greatest insecticide that you can ever have in your landscape is and has and always will be plant diversity. Does that help you? That helps me. Is there some uh, place at the library that would have a book on all these different plants? Just Do you have the Internet? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. I am technically challenged. Okay. I mean, I... I I don't even know where to begin. Um, There are millions and millions of pages written about plant diversity all over the place. Um, I don't even know where to tell you to begin. I've read so many books, my my brain, my brain explodes. But I would just say to you, don't, be afraid to learn. Oh no, <laughs> and, I'm, and, I'm and, never afraid to learn. And, and are you? Do you live in Montgomery County, or what county do you live in? I live in Montgomery County. You might want to seriously become a, a, a Montgomery County Master Gardener. Um, they have wonderful educational programs that can give you all kinds of insight into this topic. You know, the one thing about gardening is is that gardening allows one to grow intellectually and spiritually at the same time. And plants are a history book that never ends. And it allows all of us the opportunity to read and learn and grow. Okay? Yes. So, so it's a time to be excited. But like I said, the greatest defense that there is against mosquitoes and other pests in your landscape is plant diversity. Not an insecticide, not a form of this or that. It is literally diversity. Plant diversity really does matter. Okay? Thank you. Thank you, ma'am, and have a good rest of your day, okay? You too. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. All right, Sarah, are we prepared for what plant I am? She was like, she's half asleep over there this morning. Okay. Okay. This is what plant I am, number two. And remember, I am the plant. If you know the answer, dial 457-1290. 457-1290. And that will put you into the master control studios of WHIO Radio. And, um, and I think uh, you will have fun with this one. All right. I am easily recognized in the summer by my huge leaves and in the winter by my bold outline that's present throughout much, much of Ohio. But I'm primarily found in the western half of the great state of Ohio where my soils are more alkaline and where my thick fruit pods are found only on the females of my genus that hang through the winter. Native Americans roasted me for food. I am a native of the Midwestern United States. I grow slow and often reach the heights of 80 feet tall and 50 feet wide. I am dioecious, refers to the male and female nature of my species. There are boys of me, and then there's girls of me. But you'll never find a boy and a girl on the same tree. I prefer deep, moist, alkaline soils, but I thrive almost anywhere where I'm planted except where where the soils are permanently wet and flooded. I am extremely tolerant 
extremely tolerant to stress, including heat, drought, poor soils, compacted soils, high pH soils, and even the occasional brief flood. I'm even tolerant of air pollution. My genus means, my genus means the naked branch. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. If you know what plant I am, there's a $25 gift card at stake from Knollwood. We'll be back right after this on Garden Talk on 1290 and 95.7 WHO, Dayton's News and Talk. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Stockslager's Greenhouse and Garden Center invites you to celebrate our 60 years of growing for Dayton, the Miami Valley, and you. Growing beautiful plants and flowers that help you begin each day with a smile. Grown by a family and staff of professionals who know what you want. Quality brands that you trust. The Stockslager family and the entire team thank you, our customers, for growing with us for 60 years. Stockslager's Greenhouse and Garden Center. Five Rivers Metro Park's 2nd Street Market is now open on Sundays from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. This summer, enjoy fresh local produce from the Outdoor Farmer's Market. And then stop inside for delicious lunch options. Artisan bread, cheeses, flowers, and homemade crafts from more than 40 different Dayton area vendors all weekend long. Plan your next visit at metroparks.org slash local food. That's metroparks.org slash local food. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. Families often remark that pre-planning was the greatest gift a parent has given them. Act with love, plan ahead, and talk about what you might want. Help your family by relieving the burden of difficult financial and emotional decisions during a time of grief. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. Each new day at Kettering Brain and Spine brings forth transformation. We see it in lives restored after strokes, brain tumors, or complex spine issues. We are committed to helping our patients move forward, ready to enjoy brighter tomorrows. Here you'll find innovative medicine and compassionate specialists devoted to helping each patient reach new heights. Kettering Brain and Spine. Learn more at KetteringHealth.org slash Brain and Spine. At Jeff Schmidt Auto Group, we have seven state-of-the-art service facilities. All seven locations have modern waiting areas with free amenities. Or drop off your car and drive off in one of our complimentary loaner vehicles. If you're too busy to come in on a weekday, schedule a Saturday appointment or use one of our 24-7 drop boxes. Your car will be taken care of by one of our certified technicians who are always kept up with the latest training. From an oil change to a major collision, come to Jeff Schmidt Auto Group and experience the advantage. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy, or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-226-9149. That's Arbor Experts at 226-9149. When you hear these tones, you know the WHIO Radio Storm Center has been activated. This means important weather updates every 15 minutes or sooner. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning, everybody. It's 10 till 9. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Some cloud cover this morning with some patchy fog and temperatures in the 60s and 70s. Partly cloudy this afternoon with a few showers and storms. Temperatures in the mid-80s. Then tonight, partly cloudy, warm, and pretty muggy. Temperatures in the lower 70s. And then tomorrow, the heat builds. We're in the lower 90s and the heat index in the upper 90s. Partly to mostly sunny. I'm Storm Center 7 Meteorologist Dante Jones on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler 7 radar is clear we have uh, 72 degrees in downtown Dayton on the station that you depend on for weather traffic and news this is Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk 
It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. Don't forget, Garden Talk starts every Saturday morning at uh, 6 a.m. We run until 9. And, uh, Miss Producer, will you just verify that the person on line one, that is the answer they're giving? That's The spelling is correct. Sorry. Spelling matters in this thing. <laughs> it's at 457-1290. And let's go talk to Jim. Jim, good morning and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning. Jim, I'm easily recognized by my huge leaves and in the winter by my bold outline. And I'm found throughout most of Ohio. However, the primary place that you will find me is in the western half of the state because I prefer alkaline soils. I have these amazing thick pods that are only found on the female of my species and often hang through the winter. Native Americans roasted me for food. I'm a native of the Midwest. I'm a slow-growing tree. I reach 80 feet tall and 50 feet wide. And I am, Jim, diaceous, which refers to the male and female nature of my species, meaning there are boys and there's girls. I prefer deep, moist, alkaline soils but thrive almost anywhere where I'm planted except for sites that have standing water. I'm extremely tolerant to stress, including heat, drought, poor soils, compacted soils, high pH, and I can even take an occasional flood. But I also can take air pollution. And my genus, my genus means as a naked branch. Jim with a $25 gift card at stake from Nolwood Garden Center because they are gardeners like you and I. What plant am I? The catalpa tree. Not today, but thanks really? for your call. 457-1290. Good morning, Glenda. What plant am I? Catalpa. Not today, but thank you. 457-1290. Jamie, what plant am I? It sounded like a catawba tree to me. Not today. 457-1290. Three lines available. Less than six minutes at stake here, folks. No one has got it right yet. Christy, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing, Christy? I'm good. Okay, I'm going to give you a couple clues. Are you ready? Okay. I am easily recognized in the summer by my huge leaves in the winter by my bold outline. I'm primarily found in the western half of the of the of, of the state of Ohio, where the soils are more alkaline, and I produce these thick pods only on female trees of my species. Native Americans roasted my food, roasted me for food, and I am a native species to the Midwest. I'm a slow grower. I grow 80 feet tall and 50 feet wide. I am dioecious, which means there are males and female parts on separate trees, and you will never find the male and female parts on the same tree. I prefer deep, moist, alkaline soils, thrive almost anywhere except where it's permanently wet, like a swamp. I'm extremely tolerant to stress, including heat, drought, poor compacted soils, high pH, even occasional flooding. And my genus, ma'am, means... The naked branch. What am I, Christy? I thought it was a pawpaw tree. I am not a pawpaw. Okay. <laughs> I will say, though, my seeds are similar in size to the pawpaw. Okay. Good Th- luck out there. Thank you. 457-1290. Let's go talk to Susan. Susan, good morning. And what plant am I, Susan? Coral tree. I am not a coral tree, but thanks for your call. Have a good day. Let's go talk. By the way, two available phone lines right now, 457-1290 on this amazing what plan I am. A $25 gift card at stake from NOLA because they're gardeners like you and I. Hi, Joe. Welcome to Garden Talk. Hello, uh, chestnut tree. I am not a chestnut. I am not a chestnut. In fact, I am far from being extinct. Thank you, Joe. 
457-1290. Let's go talk to Patrick. Patrick, good morning. Welcome to WHIO Radio. Good morning. It's a sycamore. I am not a sicky sycamore. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's got to be close, though. Yeah, nope. Not even in the same, same plant family. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll give everybody a clue. My family is Fabiaceae. I am a legume. 457-1290 if you know what plant I am. Yeah, I could be a many things, ladies and gentlemen, but what could I be? I will give you another clue. My 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 nuts were actually roasted by early settlers um, as a substitute for a certain caffeinated drink that we all enjoy today. Four five seven twelve ninety. If you know what plant I am, and uh, let's uh, we've got a few moments here before I want to see what our next caller is telling Sarah before I pull the switch. <laughs> And the other thing about me, folks, is that my leaves are huge. I mean, they are just gigantuan. I have one in my yard that my leaf, my leaves are literally three and a half feet in length and about two and a half to three feet in width. So let's go talk to Katricia. Katricia, welcome to WHIO Radio. What plant am I, Katricia? I'm guessing the ginkgo tree, Mark. I am not a ginkgo. And the interesting oh. part is, is a ginkgo is actually a gymnosperm. It's actually one of the ancient plants. And I am an angiosperm. I'm one of the flowering plants. I'm one of the newer plants that's been around this earth. And I'm allergic to my ginkgo, too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you have a good day, okay? You, too. Bye-bye. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. All right. Austin, good morning. Welcome to WHIO Radio. Is it the Kentucky coffee tree? You're right. And Austin, by the way, you beat Brian by exactly one minute and 60, one, uh, 60 seconds. <laughs> so how did you know that I was a Kentucky coffee tree, Austin? Uh, well, I uh, may have used Google as a friend. And, <laughs> you cheated, Austin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? I used my resources. That's right. Well, Austin, you know, Albert Einstein said the reason he was so so brilliant and intelligent was because he was he knew how to find stuff when he needed it. So it's all about research. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Austin, you are the proud winner of a $25 gift card to NOLA because they're gardeners like you and I. I'm going to put you on hold that Sarah can get all your vitals. And uh, congratulations on your win. I hope you maybe use that $25 to plant a tree or two in your yard because trees really do matter. Okay, sir? We absolutely will. Austin, thanks for listening. I'm going to put you on hold. Okay, sir? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for this week's edition of Garden Talk. A very special thanks to Sarah for a job well done. And a heartfelt thanks to each and every one of you for listening to this morning's broadcast. It's surely an honor and a privilege to come behind this microphone for the last 29 years and plant the seeds to a greener world for today and a greener world for tomorrow. Remember the very words that I spoke some 29 years ago on a fine August day, just like today, and they are so very true as well. Gardening, my friends, is a great quest in life. It's a wonderful way to enjoy the blessed earth in which the good Lord has created. Please, my friends, get out this weekend, plant some vegetables, plant some grass seed, plant a tree, but remember, whatever gardening that you, you do, make sure that it is always happy gardening. On 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.